rise and shine, pour yourself a cup of coffee, and tune in to Good Morning Aurora. News, weather, and really cool interviews, Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. The time is 8 a.m. You are listening to and watching Good Morning, Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. It's Friday, the 14th of July. Uh, Just last night, me and a couple of friends were talking about, man, it's going to be planning a September event. It's going to be September. All is coming up, right? Didn't it feel like just February not that long ago, you guys? Well, it's Friday. You can think about it over the weekend. We have a great show for you guys this morning. Township Knowledge continues with great guests today, Jason Owens and Davis Offit. How are you guys doing? Fine. Thank you for having us. All right. All right. Not a problem. Before the mics and everything came on, we were talking about traveling and all kinds of cool stuff. So this is going to be a great conversation today as we learn about um, their positions on Township, Aurora Township Highway Commissioner, Mr. Owens, and uh, Aurora Township Assessor is Mr. Offit. Good morning to all of you people tuning in right now. Uh, I have the weather for you. Let's start off with that. Uh, Today, it's going to be humid and a high of 90 degrees out there today. Uh, Tonight, 70 degrees will be the nighttime high. There's a severe weather threat as well this evening. Uh, Heavy rainfall, mainly southeast of I-57. And then tomorrow, scattered storms all day long. And then uh, 68 degrees the daytime, or excuse me, nighttime high tomorrow, 85 degrees will be tomorrow's high. Oh, my goodness gracious. So get ready for the humidity. It's going to get really hot and muggy out there, ladies and gentlemen. All right. So we were talking before uh, the mic came on that township, uh, the city of Aurora is in Aurora Township. There's many people who are unfamiliar with township. Hey, where am I? Am I in township? Um, And the precise boundaries of township. But since Aurora is in four counties, um, we are in Aurora Township. That's correct, right? That is correct. Yeah. All right. Um, Mr. Uh, Mr. Offit, how long have you been a Aurora Township Assessor? Well, I took the office in 94, but actually I've uh, been around since after the service. In 1971, I went, went on as an appraiser. But actually in high school, uh, I actually measured houses for the township. So I elected. I'm at 51 years, not counting the times before that. So Okay. All right. Started off appraising houses. Yes. Very interesting. Uh, Mr. Owens, Aurora Township Highway Commissioner. How long have you been commissioner, sir? Uh, Just under two years. I took over for the elected uh, highway commissioner about six months into his second term. Mm -hmm. He had to uh, retire for family reasons. Okay. But I've been at the highway department since 2010. Oh, wow. So 13 years. Okay. What is it that people don't know? about uh, Aurora Township. What's the most common misconception about uh, Township? In the three interviews we've done so far, I've learned a couple interesting things. Well, I can start off by telling you that the uh, Township is part of what the National Government Survey System started after the original 13 colonies. So the Township is six miles square, and it goes just 
from uh, from the original colonies all the way out west. And so what it is is uh, they're called sections. And the reason it started that way is the, each township being uh, one-mile square sections and then in up to six, you know, people wonder why the township has section one up in the right-hand corner and it goes over to six, drops down. Because originally these were surveyors with horse and buggy type stuff. And so oh. what they did was they they do six miles one direction, drop down a mile in a serpentine fashion. The, what people don't realize is if you're in, in our case, and uh, uh, Jason ours, we have uh, most of Aurora geographically, and then some of uh, Montgomery on their north area, and then some of North Aurora on their south area. And in our case, uh, Orchard Road seems to be the dividing line between Aurora Township and Sugar Grove. And on the south, pretty much it's the Bypass 30, and on the north, it's about two blocks north of Oak Street, and to the county line with DuPage on the east. Interesting. So the lines that we have of township, and you said that was... Geographical. Geographical. Oh, interesting. So during horse and buggy days, that had to be that had to be quite interesting to to be mapping that. Oh, then. Yeah. that's that's historical. That's interesting. Interesting to know. Is there any kind of material that maybe the historical society has or the township has that that talks about those early you know kind of days doing that? We don't have it in in-house, but it can be researched. But bottom line is geographical doesn't, sometimes people don't understand it. Like the city of Aurora, you could be, I live over on on the west side by Elmwood Prairie, and people say, well, I'm not in the township, I'm in the city of Aurora. So, but the township has different functions. And I won't speak to, to Highway Commission, but in the assessment area, we assess all that property that's in those geographical lines. And it, whether you're in the city limits or part of Montgomery or part of North Aurora, that's our function. Interesting. All right. Uh, Mr. Owens, what's the job of a highway commissioner? Job of the highway commissioner? Well, the, the highway department is responsible for the maintenance of streets in its jurisdiction, the drainage alongside the streets, uh, we do snow plowing, that type of thing. So I guess my job as the highway commissioner would be to uh, make sure that those items get taken care of <laughs> the best of our, to our abilities. So right. I, that that's probably in a nutshell what it is. I, we have a crew of five Teamsters. Mm-hmm. I have a, an admin that uh, helps me as well. During the summer, we have a summer crew that uh, helps do things so that I, you know, uh, trimming trees along the right of way. Right. Our edge of the road, essentially, uh, to keep sight lines clear. Uh, but that's that's pretty much I We have a relatively small group. OK, so. Um, so when it comes to being assessor and then and then highway commissioner and, and, and the departments, what's the overlap with the city of Aurora and their services? What's determined with, you know, who's or which, uh, you know, body is handling whatever the uh, the job may be? Well, by and large. To jump in ahead of Davis, sure. but uh, by and large, you know, as as Davis was saying, if you think of uh, levels of government as layers on dirt, mm-hmm. you know, you have the earth, and then you have the United States, then you have the state, and then the county, and then the township would be that next layer. 
And then on top of that, you would have uh, the borders of the city of Aurora. Okay. For, for a lot of everybody that is listening to this. And then uh, what we would call the unincorporated areas, those areas of the township that are not within the boundaries of the city of Aurora, the village of Montgomery, the village of North Aurora. Those are typically what, like my jurisdiction would be the, the roads that are in the unincorporated areas. Okay. And I, I, frankly, that is the, that is the number one question that we have is, am I in almost everybody is in the, that's not the important question. The important question is, am I in your jurisdiction? Your jurisdiction. So, and that, that, you know, thankfully the, the Kane County has uh, GS maps that we're able to look at. City of Aurora has access to those as well. And a lot of it is, okay, Okay, whatever your problem is, what's your address? I'm sorry you're here, or yes, we can help you. I mean, that that's basically the determining factor is if you're in unincorporated areas or if you're not. Okay, so. interesting. That's the determining factor if you're, in an unincor- if you're in an incorporated area or if you are not. Basically. All right, all right. Ladies and gentlemen, many of you have had questions about township. Uh, I hope that we are answering those for you today. We're going to dig in and uh, learn what we can about the Aurora Township. Our guests today, once again, are Jason Owens, Aurora Township Highway Commissioner, and then Mr. David, uh, excuse me, Mr. Davis Offit, Aurora Township Assessor. Uh, Juan Cayetano, good morning. Sean Franklin, good morning. Good morning to all of you great people. And Aisha Saxon, so good to see you. So uh, does the township, does the highway, um, does the highway department and assessor, do you guys host events, anything of the sort? Well, let me address that uh, the township board is a total of eight members in the township. Okay. Highway commissioner, assessor, clerk, uh, supervisor, and four trustees. And the trustees do have certain events. They've asked me to speak at some assessment field. But it's... We don't have picnics per se, but we have have senior services, which okay. can be spoken to by some of the trustees. And in my case, uh, pretty much it's just the assessment of property. Okay. Uh, when when you were appraising, when you were an appraiser, um, how, what was what was your everyday role? What was that like? And what was the appraising like at that time? Well, before licensing is when I started, and after the service and. You have to, uh, at that time, you went by the quality of the product you put out by appraising property. And it used to be for banks, for estates, you know, for marriage situations, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So, it, but the difference in appraising, you know, as a fee work appraiser and the township, the township does mass appraisal. This is where people don't quite uh, relate to it because if you're looking at your house and the assessment is such that you say well my house isn't worth that you have to realize that we don't do 39,344 appraisals we do neighborhoods and what we do is find the median assess uh, median value in that neighborhood the neighborhood okay yeah and so we're we're appraising a neighborhood and then we find sales and if you know per square foot, what homes are selling for that have sold, then you can assume a house that's just like it should be assessed fairly at the median level. So what that kind of means, and to put it in perspective, is that you have three homes, and the middle home is in average condition. That's what we use as a guide. One, All three of them could be the same, and one of them that keeps 
they got gold doorknobs and everything, but it's the same house. Right. And on the other side, people maybe don't keep it up as well. So you're not punishing the person that kept it up clean and supreme, and you don't give a break to someone that doesn't keep theirs up because you're affecting the whole neighborhood, but it's the average home. So we go into a neighborhood to uh, find uh, median assessment and the one that uh, indicates a fair value for other homes that haven't sold, so we use that as a guide. And remember, we, uh, but as individuals, you're going to say, I don't care how you do it. My house isn't worth that, or it's worth more. Now, I don't seldom get that question. <laughs> but the bottom line is, then as an individual, you can contact our office, and we will take a look at it. There may be a reason sometimes... People build a garage and they get a permit. Someone takes a garage down without a permit. So they, they look online and they look at the, what we have there in their home. And they say, hey, I, I don't have that anymore. Well, it turns out that someone, maybe before them, took it down. Right. And we'll send our field team out there. We have two field team members that are out in the every morning out in the area to either upgrade pictures or to... If someone calls and says, I don't think my home's that big, we'll, we'll go out and remeasure it and take a look at it, maybe revalue it. If there is pushback from the folks, like you mentioned, uh, are you the person who, who deals oh, with, yes. the people with the people? We okay. have one phone number at the office, and it's uh, people ask, well, what's your private line? Well, I don't have it. I got a cell phone, but it's uh, 630-896-7792. And we have a, a staff of, uh, I have a staff of about eight people, and we have clerical, and we have the two field teams. And I have a chief deputy, uh, Delia Gomez, who kind of uh, fields all those phone calls. Pretty much, you know, t- because we have so many properties, I, I kind of lean towards the commercial industrial. But the a- actuality over the years, I take the phone calls. I mean, we, you can walk in our office, you can call us, you can go online. We do that. And that's a good thing about township government. It's close to everybody and it's responsive. I mean, I'm sure Jason can speak to it too, but you, you, people, you hear people say, well, we got too much levels of government. Well, wouldn't you want the level that you can just pick up the phone right. and you can call Chasey, you can call Davis, you can call, you know, Bill Ketchin, you can call trustees. That's why township exists. Plus they have a different function when it comes to general assistance. Yeah. People are always talking about government should be more easy to reach. Government should be not so far away from the folks. So that helps. Um, where's your office located? We're at 80 North Broadway and that's the township building. It's, it's right across street from the fire station number one. And, uh, it's right at the end of spring street. That's so right. Right. Where bottoms ends are in right Broadway. Yep. Yes. And kitty corner from the holiday and express and Jake's bagel. If you're hungry too. Right. That's <laughs> right across the parking lot that won't exist in the future because they have plans for a big apartment building there. That's right. Now I'm glad you brought that up because that's going to be the, the DAC development. And as an assessor, you presumably were involved in, in uh, assessing said property, right? Well, I will be involved you know, will, after, okay. after it's constructed and the process, just so that you know, if you're going to develop an apartment complex or whatever you're going to develop, that happens to be in the city limits, you go to the city. They have the police power for checking, you know, whether the permits that they're going to give, the building 
cost and the construction fits with the zoning in the city. That's a different world. But after it's built, it has some sort of value, and that's what we determine. All right. All right. The time is 8.15 a.m., ladies and gentlemen. Good morning to all of you wonderful folks. Uh, Michael Rayford is here. Good morning. And Luz Elena Brambila Guerrero. Hey, how are you guys? Good morning. We're doing well. We're doing very well, as you can see. Uh, we're doing well in here in the studio. All right. So, Jason, where is the uh, where is your office located? 220 Butterfield Road Two two zero North Aurora. Okay. How did you begin your, your, um, your assess to uh, your ascent to um, highway commissioner? Uh, well, I, uh, that, how far back do you want to go? No, I'm kidding. All I, the way. Yeah, right, right, right. I was born, <laughs> I was born in Winthrop Harbor, Illinois as a small child. Winthrop uh, we, Harbor. Okay. Yeah. I, anyway, we, uh, I'm actually, I went to school to be, uh, to work in government. I have a public administration, or a public, uh, yeah, public administration degree. So, this is actually what I, I don't want to say this is what I was meant to do because that maybe I meant to be other things, but uh, at least in terms of education, this is how I was supposed to, you know, graduated about when you started uh, <laughs> assessing. So, um, yeah, I, I, I knew the a couple of commissioners mm -hmm. ago and uh, was looking, looking for a job in government, and he thankfully <laughs> he hired me, and I've outlasted a few. So, and that basically is here I am. I, I've been. I don't want. I, I've been doing a lot of administrative work okay. in, the, in the highway department, cleaning up paperwork because it's basically what we're doing is maintenance. So there's not been a lot of um, you know, street maintenance, you know, road right. work. So there's not been a lot. You know, I've been just updating processes since 2010. Okay. So and it just I I gotta get more responsibility, more responsibility, more responsibility, and then when uh, Juan Reina had to retire uh, due to the family issues. Mm -hmm. I was uh, grateful and lucky enough that the board saw fit to uh, to appoint me to fill out his term. Congratulations, so, man! Congratulations. Um, now, so you're, you, you gentlemen are both in elected positions. Yes. Okay. When is, when are the elections, and how long are positions for? Well, the next election is, uh, I think, uh, April of twenty twenty five. Okay. And uh, it is, um, you know, a Republican Democrat type thing. Mm -hmm. Interesting thing, I've been around so long that uh, it seems like after the election, all that label goes off. Right. Yeah. Right. And I will tell you, this board that I work with now is, the, and I've seen them since the late sixties and the seventies. This is one of the finest township boards right. that I've ever seen. You mentioned the labels, and uh, it's interesting. Once the election happens, the labels go away, and dare I say, they stay away until the time comes. And is I think that that's what helps make the whole thing work good. I, I would agree with that. You know, that's yeah, what makes the whole that. thing work good. I mean, yeah. if, if, if you don't have services, that is just a lack of services. And, you know, Democrat, and that's, Republican, exactly. independent, whatever you are, if you need a pothole filled or if you have a question about your assessment, that really can't play a part if you're right. doing your job well. Right, so. exactly. And plus, people... People, when it when it comes to the individual person, they're far less less 
partisan, especially at the local level, than most people give them credit for, um, sadly. That's what you hope. That's what you hope. That's what you hope. Absolutely. Um, time is 8.18 a.m. Gentlemen, we're going to take that, that brief break to talk about some of that local stuff that I was mentioning for these great folks. Karina Suarez Darden is here. Good morning to you. And Jose Art is here. Good morning to you. Jose Art is a fantastic friend of ours. He is a body painter among other things he's an international body painter i think i saw the brother painting in amsterdam once upon a time get ready for back to the books this is a backpack and supply giveaway uh on sunday august 6th and this is being presented by uh, west Aurora school district 129 games prizes food trucks and a whole lot more reserve your free backpack with supplies there is a um uh link it's rather long so i'll make a post about this later on today and share this with you guys this will be taking place from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. and an additional time slot of 1.30 p.m. to 3.30 p.m. And once again on August 6th, which is a Sunday, it's going to be at the West Aurora Learning Center, um, 1870 Galena Boulevard. And to be eligible, students must be registered for the 2023-2024 school year. All right. Now, the next piece of information uh, that I have for you wonderful people is right up here on the screen. Get to know our friends of Aurora Electric. Peter Aguilera, good morning. Uh, licensed 24-7 service and experience. This is your $100 off coupon that you see on the screen right there. Take a screenshot or remember it, the number to call. 630-486-1128. That number again is 630-486-1128. All right. Thank you very much for that information. Uh, the time is 8.20 a.m. So who are all of our uh, all of our board members? Well, I'll try to go by memory, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're great people. Uh, Bill Ketching is a supervisor, and, and uh, we have Dave Moore and Juanita Wells and uh, Dolores Hicks and the other one, Sam Nunes. All right. Who I think right. was on your show not too long ago, right? Was yes, he, he was. Yeah, Sam Nunes was our most recent guest. And yeah. Cassie is the uh, clerk. She keeps the records for Cassie the Cassie Alexander, yeah, yes. absolutely. Um, so when we talk about township government, um, and we are, as you guys know, we are planning a, um, a trivia night with some of our information that we've been gathering um, from our various guests. Give us a good trivia question, gentlemen. Break us out a good how, trivia how, question. How large is the township? Ooh. Um, uh, I, I kind of like the, the one you started with about uh, township being back basically from the, the 13 colonies. I think well, that's that's true. That's George Washington, that was where he made a lot of, I mean, whatever money he had that wasn't more controversial. Right. He was, uh, <laughs> the clean he was money. A, yeah, right. He was a, he was a surveyor, and uh, yep. he— Basically, before he be, before the Revolutionary War, he went out into the wilds of Virginia, right. which basically would be, I guess, West Virginia now. Mm -hmm. And that was they would get paid by the number of uh, parcels or whatever that they would uh, survey. And they he had then the ability, I think, to sell sell rights to it. That was there was some fringe benefit of being the surveyor. Interesting. So the thirteen colonies, okay. Then the next gotcha. question would be how many townships are in Kane County? How many townships are in Kane County? All ooh, right. Ooh, I know, I know. How many? Well I have it written down. <laughs> <laughs> well it's, what's interesting is what's interesting is that there's sixteen. But if you looked at uh, 
government survey on the map, mm-hmm. there's only room for 15. It happens to be that Batavia and Geneva is actually the size of one ten township, but it's split horizontally so that they have whatever half of 36 is on in Geneva and the other half of 36 in Batavia. What? I went to public school, so two t- 36 divided <laughs> by two. I think and that's 18. why I became assessor because it's yeah. in the assessment field, people say, well, how do you do this? I've spoken to groups as well. In the appraising assessment field, and you go ask people if they're accountant or engineer, mm. two plus two is four, and they all day long, that's correct. Right. But not in the appraisal and assessment field. Two plus two is between three and five, somewhere in there. <laughs> and that becomes the motivation. If you buy or sell a house, you may want four, but someone else says, well, I'll give you five, or the other one says, I'm only going to give you three. Mm. So it's difficult to see the motivation, but you do have a final number. But anyway, there's 16 townships, but only room for 15. How about that? All right. 16 townships in Kane County, only room for 15. Well, that's Batavia. you being a smart aleck. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good, bro. Um, and Batavia and St. Charles? No, Batavia and Geneva. Oh, Batavia and Geneva. Split. That's right. Just north of Aurora Township is Batavia Township. And then the other half of that six-mile square is Geneva Township. Now, if you go to west, we have Sugar Grove, then you have Big Rock. So really, if you looked at the map of uh, Kane County, there's one, two, three townships at every level, and it goes up north. Interesting. Um, all right, next trivia question. Jason, give us one. You know what? I have to tell you, Davis just – he, he – you need a we well, need a good I, I one to top a that. I lot of the background information <laughs> on the uh, thirteen colonies thing. I mean, I, I had the George Washington thing. That was yeah. good. I think that. Come on, that's got to be good. That's <laughs> you knew George Washington, didn't you, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah. <laughs> my uncle. Ah, <laughs> uh, you guys are fun, man. I'll you guys I'll, are fun. I'll try to think of one as we're we're sitting here. Okay. All right. Um, next question. So you uh, you mentioned assessor. You assess neighborhoods. I assess all the property, but we look at a neighborhood. Right. A homogeneous type neighborhood. Right. It could be Mokerville. It could be Oshler. But you don't look at a value in a home in Oshler by looking at one in Mokerville and vice versa. If that, I'm using extremes. I understand. Yeah. Um, you just brought up a really interesting point. And if I don't ask this question, my friends who are Aurorans will beat me up after this. <laughs> Uh-oh. How did Mokerville get its name? Uh, what is the story and the history? Can you give us the history of Mokerville? Kind of, my dad told me. All right. Now you, I, I this is official right here. Well, kind of. You know, when you hear stories that go down. Sure, absolutely. Because well, I didn't let you know, but my dad was the assessor mm-hmm. for 30 years or whatever since 64. Mm-hmm. And when I was in high school, I measured for him. But from... Well, at the story I got, Moker was uh, a developer, and he actually built garages and let people finish them into homes. That's how really strange it was. Now, not all of them are that way. It's just that he he provided thing. You gotta remember, it's after the war; people had a pl- need a place to live. Right. So he'd he'd frame up things. You know, frame maybe it's a house, maybe it's a big garage. People would go in there and make it the way they wanted to live. Right. So it was, and then there was something, uh, 
there was a description of that that property, and I I don't remember exactly what's called, but it was Smoker was the guy who kind of uh, developed it. If I'd known you on that question, I think I have at the office uh, some more history. Okay. Maybe we'll stop by and see you one day, man. Bring you some coffee and, and check it out. We have the coffee there. All right. Okay. It's government coffee. <laughs> yeah. But it's drinkable? Yes. Okay. All right. Um, they actually heard somewhat of the same kind of story because that I was, heard, I, I was told that that area was primarily built to house returning soldiers yes. that was the whole purpose exactly of, of what became mokerville right that was the whole thing um and uh same kind of in the same vein the lack of sidewalks there's not that many sidewalks over there and in other places is that because folks don't want sidewalks or the township has deemed that they can't have sidewalks and maybe that's a highway I, you know i don't that's I'll a question let, I've been no, asked no, i'm gonna let davis it. take a crack at okay. it first well uh, <laughs> the when you now this, if you're in the city of Aurora, let's just because most of it's in Aurora. If uh, I happen to be uh, uh, Mayor Dave Stover appointed me, uh, his year behind me in high school appointed me on the planning commission. I stayed in about ten years, and, and I learned something from them too. But if uh, someone comes to develop, and you, this is a city of Aurora question, you right. know, develop. Okay. And uh, if someone comes to develop a, a neighborhood, right now they, they have to put a sidewalk in. I mean, that, those sidewalks, as far as I can see, and again, it's not my area, but any of the development that comes in, it's got to have a sidewalk. However, I can give an example over by Aurora University, they don't have sidewalks. Right. In. And it's a personal story, but my uncle lived over there. And it, I think it was back in the late 70s or something, uh, the city wanted to put sidewalks in there, which would have meant that the homeowner had to pay half of it and the city would pay half of it or something like that. Okay. And then they would have 10 years to pay their half. There was a kind of deal like that. And it, it was probably okay, but the homeowners didn't want it. And they beat it. They, they, they stopped it. So they just didn't want sidewalks. So sidewalks are now necessary. People are doing it because right. transportation, people walking, riding bikes, and that kind of thing. So the thing is, it's not because they don't want sidewalks, or it is because they want sidewalks. But Mokerville, I mean, that would be a, a major expense. Plus, uh, maybe Jason can speak to that. I don't know how wide the roads are. You know, we have a minimum, usually it's like 66 feet. Yeah. Mm. Uh, most most homes from property the the width of the right of way would be sixty six feet property line on one side of the property line on one side of the street to property line on the other side of the street typically is sixty six feet but okay. there are some areas that it's less some areas that are maybe a little bit more but that that's probably a good okay and then that some of it would, feet some of it would be taken away from the property owners as well you really you only you don't have 33 feet to the middle of the road because if they ask Jason, they, they may have their property built right up to that road. So it's whether or not there is room to put sidewalks or if they want them. Got it. And, Got and it. the expense Got it. now um, to make sure that you're uh, ADA compliant, uh, Americans with Disabilities Act, uh, it is, I don't want to say prohibitively expensive, but it is basically prohibitively expensive to go back in you know, there are some areas that's actually a distinguishing feature of what's in incorporated and what's not. Right. When it, in an unincorporated area, almost exclusively, 
it's going to ha- not have a sidewalk. Right. And that, that is a question we get quite often. But, it, again, it's it's mostly, at this point, it's the expense to be able to, to justify. I, I'm trying to think the last time we, we looked at putting in a um, – a stretch of sidewalk was on, uh, I think it was Eastern. We, we had grant money mm-hmm. uh, from the state and the, the federal government, and we were working with the city. And I want to say the grant was for $150,000, okay, for, for the sidewalk project. Right. But the actual cost was somewhere, I want to say double that. I mean, it was, it was you don't Prohibitively think Prohibitively expensive. Yeah, you don't think of sidewalks being that expensive, but, I mean, the, the amount... The amount of money was was staggering. I mean, right. my my resurfacing budget basically in a year out of the the levy that I, I that we uh, lay out is three hundred three hundred thousand. Right. So basically, to do that, it would almost be two you know a year and a half's worth of street resurfacing for for the sidewalk, and it's not it's not justifiable. I think. Right. Um, yeah. I would like to have it. It would make sense. We have people calling, hey, I've got young kids. How do we get from our house to the park or safety from their house to the a school? But it is, it's it's prohibitively expensive, especially at this point since we're so built out. Yeah. There's people, um, you know, I've watched the city council meetings and what have you, and, you know, folks are talking about the lack of sidewalks and can we get them and everything like that. And, and uh, I've been at least knowledgeable enough to know that, a, it's not an easy thing to do. It's very expensive. And, and what are the rigors behind it? You know, it's not just something that can poof mm-hmm. kind of happen thing. Uh, and also Bilter. I think it, yeah, I think it's Bilter. Um, bike accessibility and lanes and everything like that going down Bilter. Uh, the lack thereof folks right. are, you know. Well, my, so my, I live in North Aurora as well as that's where the, the office is for the highway department. Uh, along Randall Road, you know, it would have been nice, you know, back, Back in my day, when I was in high school, we'd ri- we could ride our bike to the high school mm-hmm. or to school. Uh, but to go along uh, Randall Road, you'd be kind of insane to send your kid on a bike. Yes. But that would be, again, we're, we're talking about, I mean, just a prohibitive amount of money that any individual local agency, you know, the highway department, the city streets department, whatever, I mean, it would be, it, it would not be something where you're just like, on a whim, say, yeah, we're going to put a bike path in, or right. oh, we're going to put a sidewalk in. It, 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 it requires a lot of, unfortunately, a lot of planning financially as well as engineering. Interesting. The so. time is 8.33 a.m. Good morning to all of you fantastic people. Josue Pais, good morning, fam. Late but here, good to see you. Eve Willman, good morning, Eve Willman. Tom Hebert is here. Good morning, Tom Hebert. Mario Rodriguez and Daniel Calderon. Good to see you great people. Uh, okay. What is the biggest impact that COVID had on your respective departments and duties? And uh, Davis, I, we'll start with you, brother. I, I, we still had to value the property. And I think the biggest impact possibly was getting out in the field to, to measure. Now, we didn't have that many people come to the office. You know, as far as, uh, as going online and seeing your assessment and making a phone call, so... I can't say that it really did too much to affect our day-to-day uh, workings. Okay. Yeah, now the highway department, we, uh, you know, I had, we have five Teamsters. So we would, what we actually did was um, we broke it down where we had two come in uh, a day for a period of time. But I, we're not super front-facing. I mean, we don't have a lot of interaction 
with the public. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we were, I mean, I was just telling somebody the other day, I, I worked through the whole thing. I was in the office every day, uh, where so I have an office, so I'm, I'm separate from some of the other people, but I mean, it, we weren't really impacted. I mean, we were, I guess that's a, a good thing and a bad thing maybe, but, um, I mean, we had no operations didn't change. Okay. So things kept going. Yeah. And, uh, frankly, we were able to get access to the shots a little earlier because right. we were working for the government. So I, that certainly, was certainly a, a good thing. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, the, uh, so there's some big, big developments that are taking place. We mentioned the DAC that's coming back there by, it's going to be the entire parking lot. Is township going to be affected by that? Is 80 North Broadway going to have to move or be relocated because of, the, of what's coming at DAC development? No, I, this would be a question for, uh, for Bill Ketchin. He handled it, but uh, Spring Street came through there, and I guess the city did buy some of the township right to the building. But they're working it out, okay. uh, and I'm not privy to that, to make sure that the township building is accessible. Well, the so, benefit of the township essentially is you'll eventually be able to assess that property and oh, the yeah. tax sure. taxes will tax revenue will go up a little bit because that's more, instead of a undeveloped or just a uh, parking lot, right. you're going to now have apartment that, building, right? Yeah, a, with all the bells and whistles, apparently. I'm sorry, that's a good James. point Jason brings up. People realize that uh or don't realize that the more development that has that's called uh, you build up the equalized assessed value and the equalized assessed value is what the taxing bodies levy against now jason does the levying for the township she may, may the highway speak. department not Hi- for the, I mean, yeah, for the highway department yeah, right. it's all right we he's, got a budget for that <laughs> he's he's uh, jason does his levying right. Is a different part of the agency. So anyway, that means the more development, especially commercial and industrial development, because if you have a lot of commercial industrial development, you have no children going to school and uh, putting the burden on, you know, like East Aurora, West Aurora, whatever, because right. you have EAV. And we'll get a call from people that live in Naperville Township, even City of Aurora, Naperville Township, and they have a relative that lives in Aurora. So, well, I got a bigger house. It's worth more, and I pay less taxes, or vice versa, they say. Mm-hmm. Well, that's because Naperville has those large uh, commercial, industrial, and office complexes that, that adds to the EAV, and it takes the burden off some of the, the residential property. So that's an, good development is important. Well, if you think about it, you a levy is a pot of money that – an, uh, an entity needs to operate. So if it's $100, we'll just be simple, right? Mm-hmm. And the more value that you're able to put that $100 against, spread it out over more parcels or whatever the value of those parcels is, right. uh, that means any individual is paying less. So the more the more value that you have throughout the township, and because that, that pot of money doesn't necessarily change, right. it, but it's it spread differently if you have more more value. So you e- do want more value in the township or frankly anywhere. Absolutely. EAV, equalized assessed value. All right, let me start at the beginning. It's called the tax cycle. Okay. And the tax cycle is that the local assessor starts with January 1. That's what's called the statute date. It's whatever the value of property is on January 1, estimated by the local assessor 
is called an assessed value. Now, we January 1 doesn't last until we turn our books in. In fact, we're turning them in today, July 14th. But still, January 1. What is the value of January 1? So after uh, I have a staff that has divided up different neighborhoods and they do what's called sales racial studies for the three years, it, it can get complicated, but that can be uh, found and explained on the King County Supervisor for Assessments website. So the things I mentioned, it's, it's not hidden. It, you can find that out. So we, we give the equalized assess value, or we're given the assess value. So I will be passing them up today. Not me, but somebody knows what they're doing in the office. You know. That's why you're here, right? <laughs> <laughs> so Delia Gomez, the chief deputy, she will be sending them up there today. And uh, what happens is after it's sent up there, that's just the assessed value determined by the local assessor. All right, so it's all up there, and, and shortly, usually around August, the s supervisor assessment does do that three-year sales ratio, and they determine by the sales and by our new assessment whether everybody is paying 33 and a third percent. That's the secret number. If your house is worth 100000 300000 the assessment should be 100000 It's that's just easier to understand that way. Well, then uh, they, people call me and say, I don't like that number you sent. I got this notice, and I said, well, it's fairly assessed in our mind, or it isn't, and we can make a change or request. What happens after he sends, in this case Mark Armstrong, sends that notice out of this new equalization factor, after they have 30 days to file a Kane County Board review because maybe I feel that the assessment's fair to the neighbors and fair to them, and now, now we've got a situation, and they can go to the board review for 30 days they can file with them. And just to take that step farther, if the, they don't agree with what the board review said, they can go to the property tax appeal board. So there's this process. The property tax appeal board. Yeah, that's with the state. But the process is after 30 days, the board sets all these hearings up with people. You can do it online now, which was pretty cool. And then they certify. And they, they certify it to Kane County clerk. So after the board has decided on the assessment, then it becomes the equalized assessed value. Because remember, we put the assessment up there. They do a study then they equalize it, and then you have 30 days to appeal it. You'll send a notice if there's been a change in your assessment. So, Do you have any idea what the equalized assessed value of Aurora Township is as of 2023? No, not not yet. But I can tell you because I got a cheat sheet here for last year. But anyway, it's one of these numbers, but I can't read it. Oh, well, I, I, what I have written down is <laughs> two. <laughs> I, just, I was just testing you, Davis. The VA, the VA took cataracts out of my right eye. I can't see anything anymore. But but two like $2.6 billion, roughly, right. of assessed value in Aurora, Aurora Township. Township. All so. right. Um, question. Um, we've got a couple other really big developments that are in the pipeline. Um, there's another apartment complex coming on the west side. Yes. Of the river that's scheduled to be. I think that's another year or two away or something like that. Right. And then, of course, the... Um, uh, the moving of Hollywood Casino to the Farnsworth Expressway um, interchange. What benefits uh, do you guys see from both of those developments in the future? Well, as far as assessment goes, that'll be a, a major impact in the EAV, which which means that uh, it will help out the rest of us with homes. Right. 
And so, yes, that will be a major impact. And I don't, uh, I can't address what what taxes are paid as far as state sure. count in, yeah. a, in a county that they get from the earnings, but the assessment would really help out the EAV for everyone. Jason? Uh, in terms of the operations of the highway department, they're both in incorporated areas and moving or, and in the case of the casino moving to an incorporated area so it doesn't impact the highway department at all. Okay. I mean, traffic, I guess, Im- impacts everybody. So, But in terms of our operations, it's minimal. Okay, so. understood. All right. Time is 8.43 a.m., ladies and gentlemen. You are watching Mr. Jason Owens and Davis Offit of the Aurora Township here educating us about EAV, ADA, 33 and a third percent and the history of Mokerville, among other things. Um, so we're going to go to a commercial. I have something to show you. It's up on your screen right now. This is taking place tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen. Um, it's the It's Fit Time Wellness Concert Series sponsored by Mind and Body Chiropractic and Leave Me Be Pest Control Incorporated. It's Fit Time in partnership with the African American Health Coalition is hosting this great event. It's going to be at the Wilder Park Promenade, uh, promenade sounds better. Promenade. Promenade sounds better. Yeah. Right, yeah. way better. better. Yeah, promenade. Yeah, three fifty North River Street is the place. Eight thirty a.m. to noon. Um, so go on out there, have a good time, and get your workout on. Next piece of news um, that we have for you guys: our dear friends of the Neighbor Project are hiring. Uh, we are looking for a Vista Community Engagement Coordinator. Through AmeriCorps. What's AmeriCorps? AmeriCorps is uh, a United States service organization in all 50 states. Um, Great people doing great things. Everything from cleaning up after spills to tornadoes to working and doing community surveys here in Aurora with great people like us. As you can see, uh, competitive pay and benefits. The start date is July 31st of this year, and it's a one-year position going into uh, July 30th of next year. Scan the QR code that's on the screen, or you can call 630-906-9400. This survey will cover many issues for folks, including quality of life issues. Are you feeling safe for your neighborhood? What can we do to make it better? All right. Very cool. Um, so next question, guys. We talked uh, we talked a little bit here about the uh, the um, the positions that you gentlemen have and um, and being and uh, being appointed. Excuse me. I want to ask, what's the importance of voting? Well, I, as far as I'm concerned, you you get what you don't vote for. That's right. And vice versa. Get what you do vote for. That's right. That's right. Uh, I believe participation is key. Um, and uh, Jason, I mean, well, if you if you look at the turnout for any election, uh, federal, state, whatever. I mean, you go. I mean, the highest turnout you'll you'll get is for a national election, mm-hmm. a presidential election, essentially. Uh, then you go down to the state level. I mean, it is. Frankly, it's pathetic the amount of people that actually vote in local. And we were, as we were saying before, the most impact that you can have with your vote is voting in your your local elections. Right? Is you know if it's school board or if it's the township positions or city positions, whatever. Uh, it, you you have a tremendous amount of impact if you go out and vote. And the reverse is true because people don't come out. That means that highly motivated 
whatever uh, groups can can maybe unfairly swing uh, the direction of any local government, mm-hmm. you know, local meaning up to the, the county level, even right, right. So, but I, I you know, I, if you turn out, I mean, thirty percent would be a fantastic number, and I don't know in local uh, elections if we ever get really get close to that. No, I think 30%, 30% of the eligible voting population, we can't get that many people to show up to vote on some of the most important things, most impactful, maybe that's the better way of saying it, right. if it's important or not, uh, but people don't show, and that's that's concerning. That, I mean, that's disappointing, frankly. Um, you know, I've got, I've got two kids, uh, one that's old enough to vote, and as soon as she was able to vote, we were trying to, and before that, you try to impart like, hey, that's this is your one chance right. per year, essentially, or every other, whatever it is, to make your voice heard, make your opinions heard, whatever. What can we do to change it? What can we do to, what can we, I mean, as individuals do to change that? Because you're right. It's like a lot of the groups or large bodies sometimes, they can't, you know, even they're not able to raise it. What can we do as individuals? And the folks, anybody listening to this, what can we do to change that? Well, I give you a kind of a little story, but... Uh may not be the answer to your question, but uh, every now and then you'll run across someone who is uh, very adamant and very upset and you try to work with them on the value of their home, etc. It goes on and on like this. And I get the question, well, who's your boss? Well, The people. The people. Right. And I say, well, I'm kind of the guy that you're, you can have to work with, so I want to go higher. Well, I'm not being arrogant. I'm just saying, well, in the assessment field in the Aurora Township, I'm I'm the person. Right. Well, I don't like what you're doing. Well, then in four years, vote me out. There I mean, you go. That's or, that's the only way I can answer your question. Or right. run, right? I mean, yeah. I, I, mean yeah. I mean, not not that we want to get no, Davis out of there. But. No, no, hold on. Well, yeah, yeah, I got yeah. Davis. No, you just got here, bro. Yeah. He's got another, what'd you say, 23 years? You want to hit 100? Yeah, right. yeah, I have a classmate, uh, a classmate uh, that uh, was texting me the other day, and, and uh, Denny Thomas, and he goes, he said, I'm going to run for your position. I said, good, I'll vote for you. Right. I mean, good luck. you can have it. Right. Yeah, good luck. Right. But, yeah, no, you're serious. Um, run. Well, no, I, I think you, yeah, yeah well, yeah. I think vote number one, number mm-hmm. two, number three, number four. Um, I, I think, and maybe it's, be, again, because I have two younger kids that I think their, their generation seems to be more motivated about right. uh, getting involved. I mean, I, I you know, I'm, I'm 47, uh, Davis is a little older than I am, but, um, you know, that, that wasn't, it was seen as something to do growing up. Uh, but I, you know, I didn't know. Much. I mean, frankly, until until I moved into this area um, in early two thousands, I I mean, I didn't even know what township was. Though my literally my high school had township in the name. I didn't know what township was. I just thought that was part of the name. Right. right. Just so, sounded cool. Yeah. Well, sure. But I, I mean, the the idea that we that we have a a better uh, a educated electorate about what what we do as a township, what other local agencies do. Uh, to serve the the constituencies that we have, I mean, I, does that start in school? Does that start in the home? I, you know, I think that's the, you know, two billion dollar question, right? If where our assessed valuation is somewhere north of two billion, I mean, I that's a lot of money. That's a lot of tax revenue that can be uh, uh, directed if people would become more involved. 
right? Yeah. I, I don't know how to get, how to motivate, I can barely motivate my kids to do the dishes, right? right? So the idea is how do you get kids, how do you get people to show up to the polls? I, I don't know. That That's Good a question. long, that's a long time question. Um, well, that's what we do on this show. We do long time sure, questions, sure. brother. We try to, we try to solve it. Um, Judge Kim D. Giovanni is here. Local elections matter. Amen to that. They totally Absolutely. matter. Absolutely. Uh, the time is 8.51 a.m., ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the last question is, so 80 North Broadway, and then you are at 220. Butterfield Road. Butterfield Road. In North Aurora. Okay. What's your number? 630-892-0246. And unfortunately, right now, if you call, well, not literally right now, because I'm not there, but uh, the admin, uh, Celia Valdez, is out. She just had a, a baby. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Celia. I'm sure she's listening. Shout out to um, Celia, yeah. And she's, she, she's unfortunately also my only Spanish speaker because I, oh. I took Spanish uh, 150 years ago, and it's not very good. But, um, yeah, and we what we were talking about before is – because of what we do, and if you look at a jurisdictional map in this uh, in the area, there are some lots that are in the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are some lot. Then the neighboring lot may be out of the. It'd be unincorporated, therefore, in, in theory, our jurisdiction. Uh, we not that we necessarily encourage people to call if you have questions about where you are, but that is a lot of what we do is try to help people distinguish. No, no, you don't need to talk to us. You need to talk to the city, the villages, whatever. Right. So and. If you if you don't speak English well, not that I do, but uh, Celia, hopefully, will be back soon. Please come back soon, Celia. All right, <laughs> we need you. We the need team you. needs we you. Need you. All right. Um, last piece um, that I had for you guys: um, the shred information uh, from our friend, uh, State Representative Stephanie Kifwood, is not on my phone, but I can tell you about the constituent resource card. It's free admissions. Excuse me. Oh my. Speaking of not being able to. There you go speak jeez free admission for four guests to the adler planetarium the field museum the art institute of chicago and uh the Brook, uh, brookfield zoo and many more places uh i have the flyer i will share this with you guys 1677 montgomery road is the place if you are interested the time is eight fifty three a.m how can we help you what can the people do for township how can, we, how can we help? There you Vote. go. Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't look at it that way. Uh, I help them. Yeah. And I think Jason's the same way. We yeah, absolutely. We respond to the citizenry and to our constituents, but uh, uh, they keep. I don't even care if they say I'm doing a good job. I have to work for them. Right. <clears throat> and we do our work. So I. I don't see that question being able to be answered. I mean. All right. Yeah, we wrong, we have very specific. Way. We have very specific. Uh, duties the the two offices um very specific things that we have to do as part of being who you know the departments as they are right so there's i mean i you can't you can't i mean you can always ask people to have a bit more grace and patience when they're dealing with us we try to have grace and patience when we deal with residents when they call but uh, in general it's understanding that we are people as well i mean I, i know you get people hollering at you I get hollered at too which is part of the gig but um yeah I think just understanding I again listening to things like this not that Davis and I have been 100% educational but you know educating yourself more about what local government is what these uh departments do having you know being better educated in terms of just being a citizen right and that that helps everybody that doesn't just help Davis and I in our our day-to-day jobs but 
just in general, I think that's a good idea. Uh, I will say this when you were, uh, Jason's talking about a lot being in and out. All you have to do is, as an individual, look at your tax bill. It shows you which municipalities are your, their, your funding. So if you don't if you don't see the city of Aurora, village of Montgomery, village of North Aurora, you're you're pretty much unincorporated. And if you if you don't if you see one thirty one school district, that's pretty much you're in that school district or one twenty nine. So people look at their tax bill and find out where their money's going. That's the that's what you want to look at. Then you know who the culprits are and they can give us a call. All right, educate yourself, vote, and take a look at your tax bill into that all right the time is 8 55 a.m uh the show ends on a positive note gentlemen what is the message today for the people of aurora it's all on you well i'm i'm fortunate that i've been around that long to serve as a assessor and i really it's not the point where i get any glory for it anymore i really don't care about that anymore i'm on the downside of my career but i want to make sure that i give a hundred percent to the function of the assessor's office. The people I've trained are in that, going in that direction also. So I, I'm pretty proud of our, our office, uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm very attainable on the phone, walk in the office, uh, we're here to help you. When they let you out of your cage, right? Yeah. You're in the back. <laughs> they put me in the back there and hide me, but... <laughs> Has anybody fed Davis today? No. <laughs> I get lonely, so come visit me. <laughs> What's that scratching all sound? All of staff are going, no, don't, <laughs> oh, say that. don't say that to my cat. Oh, my goodness. Saul Olivas, good morning, brother. Jason? I'm sorry, what was the question? The question is, what's the, uh, the what's, show? What's is the, the positive? Note? Yeah. positive? Um, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, in my 13 years at least, I mean, we you look at, uh, it, just in general about the township and, getting to what Davis said earlier, kind of re, uh, reiterating it, that the board that we have now uh, in some form here, we've had a couple of changes, but they're, we're pretty proactive. Um, that's something that the, the highway department tries to be is in, we have to stay in our lane pretty close to our boundaries. But, uh, you know, the, the township here is, and it is here to serve the community. Uh, we have, I don't want to say activist uh, trustees, but pretty close to it. I mean, they're, they try to be super involved. You, you just mm-hmm. had Sam in here the other day. Uh, so, you know, we've got some young blood in it. We've got some people that have experience. I mean, that that's really the township is trying to find ways to help you out. And we're, we're listening for uh, ways to do that as well. We have the ability to help. We, you know, we don't have all the answers. Nobody presumes to, nobody mm-hmm. in, at least in the township. Um, and we, we do want to hear from people. What, what can we do to make your lives easier, better, uh, and that's that's something I think that this at least this board has been committed to for a while. You know, Davis certainly in in my time at the highway department, the idea is to help people. It's not to impede. So look look us up, contact us, however you want to look at it. But I mean, we're here we're here basically for you. We are the most local. We are the most uh, reachable. You know, we've given your phone numbers. Call us if you have questions. So. All right. Thank you very much for that, gentlemen. Thank you guys for your time today. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, I hope that you have a blessed and positive weekend. It's 8.58 a.m. Enjoy Friday. Enjoy the weekend. And we will see you back here Monday morning for another great episode. Take care of yourself and each other.